Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, folks. This is Dale. I have a question for you. Are you on the alert? Are you staying on the alert? Are you living life with a sense and an expectation of the return of the Lord Jesus Christ? Not what you hear quite often preached and taught that the Lord could come at any moment, at any time. It's not exactly right, okay? Uh, it's called the doctrine of imminency, that the Lord's return is imminent. There will be a time when the return of the Lord is imminent. In other words, that's going to be the next thing that happens according to the Scriptures. But we're not in that day yet. Now, Paul made that very clear in Thessalonians. He told him, he said, hey, before the day of the Lord starts, okay, and the rapture is what initiates the day of the Lord, he said, before the day of the Lord starts, the apostasy must first take place and the man of lawlessness must be revealed. And neither one of those have occurred yet. The alertness I'm talking about is what Jesus mentioned in Matthew 24, verse 42, and he says, therefore, be on the alert, for you do not know which day your Lord is coming. There's a sense that we are to live in holy, righteous expectation, okay, an expectation. And so he says, be on the alert. And then he tells us why. This is Matthew 24, verse 43. <clears throat> but be sure of this, that at the head of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have been on the alert and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. For this reason, you also must be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not think he will. Now, there's all sorts of interesting ramifications of that because uh, even the body of Christ might be deceived. Is that what he's saying? In other words, we may be thinking, oh, all is going well, and this is great, and this is wonderful. I think there's an element of that because Jesus said that when the man of lawlessness comes along, that he's going to deceive to such a point, and then he's going to do such evil at such a point that even the elect might be deceived, even the elect might be tempted to turn away. <clears throat> I think what he's saying right here is what we see uh, that's going to occur at the beginning of the 70th week of Daniel when the man of lawlessness will sign and or confirm a peace treaty, a peace covenant. And all the world's going to say, oh, it's great, it's wonderful, it's, it's, everything's going to be perfect from now on. Man has finally arrived. And the Lord is saying, you know, be ready. Be ready for the Son of Man is coming when you think he will not. Verse 45 says this, Who then is the faithful and sensible slave whom his master put in charge of his household to give them their food at the proper time? So he continues to give these ideas through parables explaining the return of the Lord, <clears throat> the timing of the return of the Lord. Verse 46 says this, Blessed is that slave whom his master finds so doing when he comes. And so he's saying this, that when he comes, the Lord will be looking for the slave, his servant, that is doing what he's supposed to be doing. The Lord has put us in charge of household. He's put us in charge of various things. We are called to be faithful to the end. And it would be very difficult. The Lord actually declares in another portion of the Scripture, He says, will faith be found? In other words, it's going to be such a hard and such a difficult time. But He says, blessed is that slave whom his master finds so doing when he comes. Truly, I say to you that he will put him in charge of all his possessions. So He's talking about the slave as being faithful when he returns. Verse 48, though, starts with that ever-present word, <laughs> 
But if that evil slave says in his heart, my master is not coming for a long time and begins to beat his fellow slaves and eat and drink with drunkards, the master of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him at an hour which he does not know and will cut him in pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. These passages give us ideas about the various places that are going to occur. Here's there's going to be a place where the hypocrites and the slaves that are disobedient will be cast into and be gnashing of teeth and of weeping. Now, in these, uh, uh, these parable pictures that the Lord gives us, we do well to remember that there's basic truths that he's showing us. If you try to analyze every little point, so this point right here refers to, a, <coughs> excuse me, to this or to that, you find that the parables will collapse. The picture that he's given right here is that of uh, uh, literally mankind. Okay, mankind in the larger sense. There will be those that are faithful and sensible. Those are the ones who are believers, that are true believers. And then you have those that are evil. They are those of the world. They don't believe. And they don't believe, they think the master is not coming for a long time. Now, there's also the element of this. There'll be people who are religious, very religious. And they'll say, well, the Lord is not really returning. Uh, uh, we're going to bring in the new kingdom and peace will come about because of mankind and all those false teachings. They're also called evil slaves. And they're saying the master's not coming from a long time, so I'm just going to do what I want to. And you beat your fellow slaves and eat and drink with drunkards. And there's no sense of expectation that the Lord is returning. Well, the Lord says this, I'm going to return and I will return at an hour that they don't know. And then judgment's going to come. He's going to cut them in pieces. He's going to assign them a place with the hypocrites. And so what is the Lord saying right here? The Lord is building upon what he's been saying to us, to be on the alert, to be ready, because the Lord is returning. Even as the days get more and more difficult, remember how difficult he said they were going to be in the earlier part of Matthew 24? Okay, he said it's going to be the type of thing <clears throat> that false Christ will arise. And he says, hey, I've told you all this stuff in advance. He said there's going to be such a tribulation that's going to occur. It's going to be unlike anything that's ever happened before or ever will happen afterwards. And then he says this literally, unless those days had been cut short, no life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. There's going to be false Christ. There's going to be false prophets. They're going to have tremendous signs and wonders so as to mislead, if possible, even the elect. The idea being that it's not possible to mislead the true elect because the Lord will instruct us. He will guide us. He will show us. And then the Lord closed that little thought right there saying, hey, I've told you this in advance. I've told you all this in advance. Everything we've seen up at this point in time and these last verses here are the end of Matthew 24. All of this he has told us in advance to prepare us, to forewarn us, to let us know what is going to occur and to tell us to be ready, to be on the alert. Uh, he continues on with this in the 25th chapter, which we'll look at the next time. But I can't reiterate this enough. Are you ready for the return of the Lord? Are you living life with that expectation that he's going to come someday? Not with this fatalistic, oh, Lord, just come, 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 come. No, 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 no. 
because he has a calling for each one of us for such a time as this that we are to be doing until he literally splits the sky. Anyway, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.